I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode ninety-seven. Yeah, this wig is getting a little frustrating. Wig? Did you just say wig? Yes. I know wig. I feel that already. So. Hi Dan. Hey. How's your week going? Uh, crammed. Love Simon. In time for this weekend's movie going experience. Uh huh. And it's a delight. You could, you could do it in, like, 48 hours like I did. You could do it in four hours like I did. No, I seriously did. I actually, like, one day left recording here, mm. went home, and finished the book, like, w- Subway. That's why. And then just, like, sitting at my apartment. Well, because it's, like, sort of, it's sort of riveting. Mm. Like, you want to keep reading. Yeah. Also, I mean, it is, like, suspenseful. Yeah, and it basically takes place in my hometown, is the, and your target is featured as well. Shut up. <laughs> Stop dragging me. No, but they mentioned target in the book. Oh, yeah. But I remember, I wasn't thinking about that, but the mall at the end of it, mm. where the carnival is, yeah. that's like an actual mall. It's actually very interesting, and like this, we should save, save this for offline, but like... Yeah. The difference between what they mention by name and, like, what they allude to. Like, the restaurant that they go to in the city that's, like, sort of gay. Mm. Like, that's an actual place, too, but it's called something different. Mm -hmm. So, like, I wonder if they had to get different permissions or whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Go go read Love, Simon. I mean, Simon versus the Homo Sapien Agenda. We're going to see it this weekend. Yeah. I saw Shape of Water last night. She fucked that fish. That's pretty much all there is to say about that. (laughs) Best picture, I guess. Yeah. But Brendan, you had a busy week so far. Oh, yeah. So I've had like multiple days like out on the town, like way past my bedtime. And you have a late bedtime. Yeah. But I mean, like, sorry, way past my like need to sit and compress time. Mm. Um, So I'll preface this by saying I got an invitation through work to go to Watch What Happens Live on Monday night. So that's all well and great. I was looking forward to it, yada, yada, yada. On Sunday, our friend Rodney had invited me to go to uh, this comedy show, and I had heard of the comedian, so I was like, okay, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Went to the duplex in the West Village, if anyone's familiar with New York City. It's on Christopher Street, like two businesses down from Stonewall. Um, Leaving the comedy show, I walk outside and walk straight into Tom Sandoval... And Billy Lee, just standing on the street smoking cigarettes, huh. like, whatever, having a, like, chat. And if y'all remember, if you listened to the Drag Race episode we did this past weekend, yeah. you would know we had a long conversation about, like, approaching celebrities on the street. I know. And so this was the dilemma in my head. 
But on the one hand, I was like, oh, they're just like enjoying their night in the city before they were going to be on Watch What Happens Live the next day. May I remind you, I was going to Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. I was going to Watch What Happens Live specifically like with Billy almost. Mm -hmm. Um, So I took a chance. Yeah. I walked up and I said, hi, are you Billy? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I introduced myself, like what I do, yada, yada, yada. Knew exactly who I was. Um, Tom was so nice. They were so lovely. I was like, I wanted to keep it short and fresh. Be yeah. like, I'll see you tomorrow. Watch what happens live. I have a few things to say about this specifically. Number one, the Vanderpump Rules kids are kind of almost off limits. Chances are, if you see them, they're probably drunk anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, they won't even remember having a negative well, experience with you. They were like so nice, so lovely. Yeah. And then like I, like I said, I was like, I'm keeping it short, sweet. Like I'm going to see them the next day anyway. So like, I might as well. So I was like walking away, but like, as I was walking away, there was like a group of people getting into a cab who recognized Sandoval. He was so nice. And he was like, it's Billy Lee. And like all that. Well, that's the other thing is someone who's like on their first season Mm -hmm. probably can't wait for all this. Right. You know, it's like so fresh, so new, like having the time of their life. Yeah. So, all that to say, they were great. Um, then I went to watch what happens live the next day. Um, I've been a few times. Mm. I've reported it. We've reported it oh, we far know. and wide here. Um, it was great. Billy. Oh, yeah, we, in this household, we watched for you, really. Because, like, that is past our <laughs> bedtime. Um, Billy, like, greeted me, remembered me this from the night before, which yeah. was really nice. My last experience going to watch Ravens Live was with Leanne Locken the past yeah. two times I've gone. I've gone like... <laughs> You're so sick. I've gone like four times before that. But yeah. like the past two times were with Leanne. And like those times there wasn't room in the audience for me to sit. Yeah. So I sat in the green room, which I love. And yeah. I feel like I'm going to sound very Dan here. Love sitting in the green room. <laughs> like it's great. You can sit, have a sip of your drink, watch on the TV. The audience <laughs> is like a different story. Yeah. You have to clap. Which I don't love. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that the work that the people there to do to get everyone, like, revved Revved up up. and all of that. You do get to have, like, as many cocktails as you can in the, like, time while you wait. Like, I don't like clapping. And then, like, there was a time when they were going to pan the audience. Oh, yeah. I I kept my eye out for you. I don't want to be on this. And thank (laughs) God I wasn't. Um, I will say, Andy seemed very, like smitten by Billy Lee, like, mm. while cameras weren't rolling. Yeah, I was... I was glad she made it to the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Although I would have loved to not see her behind the bar. Uh, yeah, but I feel like he spent more time with her than, than he the would, usual. Than the usual. Yes. Um, and so, like, I loved that. Uh, Although she was very nervous, though. Yeah, but, like... It's her first time. It's her first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Did you watch the after show? I felt like no. she opened up a little more mm. on the after show. Um, it was a great experience, but I like didn't get home till very late. Uh, Katie and Ariana, neither were there. No, Tom Sandoval's dad was, or Tom mm. Schwartz's dad. One of their dads oh, yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, 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 I recall that actually. Um, and then like when you're leaving the audience, like they'll be like. Okay, everyone can go now, but like so and so and so and so and so and so stay behind for like a photo with Andy. And my name was, he said all the names, and I was like getting up to go, and he's like, oh yeah, Brendan, you too. And I was like, you ran. No, I was like, AO sis, like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, but like, I don't need like a solo photo with Andy, mm. like where I'm like standing awkwardly next to him in the clubhouse. Like, I this, think we all need that. No, like, this experience is enough for me. Mm. Like, love it. Love it or list it. Love it. Um, and then as I was leaving, I went to use the restroom, and who comes and walks up next to me to pee next to me was Sandoval. <gasps> I didn't get to interact with Schwartz, though, except for one moment where he was walking by and, like, said hi to me. Yeah, I mean, the person's so integral in you officiating a wedding. I know, and I, like, really, I, like, had this fanfic in my head being like, I'm gonna, like... Tell him. Tell him. But, like, there wasn't an opportunity because 
even when him and Tom went to go to the bathroom before the show, yeah. when they were walking back through like the lobby area where the audience waits, they were like mobbed by people for selfies. Mm. And I wasn't going to go there because I like yeah. to play it cool. I like to act yeah. like I'm like, like a little above the drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my story. But yeah, I loved it. I think Billy Lee is amazing. Tom Sandoval is like so nice. IRL. Oh, yeah. He was wearing like a, a hat, almost like a Joanne hat. <laughs> Call him Joanne. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Sure. Because we've got more accounts of things. Yeah, you have really been on the prowl the past week. Well, first, let's... Let's play two calls in a row from people who attended Luann's cabaret show this past week. Yes. So let's take a listen. Hi, Dan and Brendan. This is Lucy. And Caroline. And we're reporting live from 54 Below, Feinstein's. Well, the sidewalk outside. (laughs) (laughs) So after a few drinks watching Drag Race, we decided, hey, we're not that far away. Let's just check out the scene. So we're smoking outside, and we see Dorinda in a rainbow jumpsuit, Tinsley and Ramona all get into the Mercedes van. They were lit. (laughs) But beautiful, beautiful. And out comes um, Bridget Everett. Followed by Rachel Dratch, goddess, in a pink coat. Amazing. And just when we thought it couldn't get any better, guess who hits me up for cigarettes? None other than the Countess's children. Victoria and Noelle. They swarmed, I have to say. And they took six cigarettes. That's kind of crazy, like. considering their net worth is a lot more than mine. <laughs> but they were both miked and very supportive. Supportive of Luann, their mother. What did they say? They were oh, like... Oh, Noelle was going to be in the show as a pig, but was cut last minute. But overall, chef kiss. Mwah. Oh, they're adding more shows, so let's all go. Guys, let's go. It's worth it. Hi, come through, please. It's Evan Ross Katz. Long-time fan, first-time caller. I'm calling because I was at the Roni finale taping last night, and while there's a lot to break down about the many things I witnessed, the most important aspect of the evening was the cigarette that I smoked on the terrace with Noel, who tells us that he's never been more proud of his mother in his life. He's also really handsome, which I feel like I can say because he's of age now, after witnessing him grow up before our very eyes. But anyway, Lou looked amazing. Sonia's dress came off at the cabaret. Just a lot to unpack, and I look forward to hearing all of your guys' thoughts. All right, bye. Wig. More like Noel as a pig. Noel as a pig. Noel as a pig. Um, Who would have thought that we would get two amazing calls both about Noel Delaseps and cigarettes. I mean, they said, I believe it was Evan said, Noel said he has never been more proud of his mother. I have never been more proud of our callers. I agree. <laughs> like, truly thank you, Lucy, Caroline, and Evan. Um, we appreciate there's it. There's actually a lot to say about this. Yeah, let's unpack it. I feel like it's very possible Noel was smoking the very cigarette that he stole from Lucy while he was smoking with Evan. Right. Or he was just spent, was, I need actually more like of an unpack here because did Evan give Noel a cigarette? Yes. Like, are we, is Noel just collecting cigarettes all night? And like, is now that cigarette number seven, eight, nine, ten <laughs> from Evan? Um, I have my own story. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so much like Lucy and Caroline, I, I'd had a few drinks. I was watching Drag Race. <laughs> it's really the perfect storm. <laughs> um, I get a DM um, from someone, one of my mutuals, um, Kevin Callahan. Mm-hmm. And he says, I am at the bar across from 54 Below. Mm-hmm. And all the Roni Mercedes vans and production vans Love have Mercedes pulled up. Van. So he was like, do you want to come to Characters? Which is like... Mm across the street and I was like yeah sure why not so I went and we like had a we had a drink and a talk in a little bit and then I was like I really need to go and like go home because it was actually getting like to be pretty late and I like I don't know I've been out late too much these yeah, days yeah yeah so 
I go, but I notice that there's still a Mercedes van sitting outside of 54 below. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I sort of stand near, like, a parking garage nearby. And I was, like, live tweeting you this. Yeah. I mean, we, like, goaded you into going. And then, all of a sudden, a group of people comes out the door. And I was like, oh, it's going to be, like, it's going to be Ramona. It's going to be Carol. It's going to be someone. It was the... Deliceps extended family, mm. all of them. It, there, I, there must have been a grandma. There must have been, been an aunt. There must have been Lou's brother that the did brother the, we know. Uh, what was that special called? Before they were housewives. Before they were housewives. Um, last but not least were Victoria. First of all, mm-hmm. who walked to the van and I saw her flick a cigarette onto the street. Probably that she one was of Lucy's. Done with. And then Noel, Noel. I, I don't know why I keep on calling him Noel. But Noel, who at one point I think was like, it looked like he was trying to hail a cab mm. or something. Or maybe that was, he was in the street interacting with Lucy and getting yeah. six cigarettes. But um, got into the Mercedes van. So that must have been between our first call and our second call. Because oh, yeah. they were on their way to the after party. Yeah. But I went home that night a very happy man. Mm, just from that small viewing. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to like... I don't want to be a, bar- a part of it necessarily. Yeah. I want to view from afar. Yeah. But I'm glad I did. A quick side note. It's interesting. I mean, it seems as though this had to have been the finale party. However, Lou on her Instagram story today mentioned filming for Roni, but it has to be confessionals. Right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Like, there's not more after that. Yeah. And there was, like, a thing on, like, that I saw on Reddit before even the Feinstein's thing that was, like, some... It was someone had screenshotted a Snapchat or something of one of the Roni producers being like, that's a wrap. Mm, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it must be done unless they're just going to film all year round. Oh, a dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's move on. Now that we're done with our chit chat. Um, <laughs> let's move on to some news. Why don't you tell us about Shannon and David? Yeah. So obviously the divorce is going to be a big story this upcoming season of Orange County. And realitytea.com has a scoop. So they say, right now, Shannon Bedore is probably smashing the nine lemons in a bowl against the wall, then using the remains to make several vodka sodas. As expected, Shannon and David Bedore's divorce has turned nasty. Uh, the start filed in December asking for primary custody and spousal support. However, recent court filings reveal last year Shannon earned 420 thousand dollars from the show and various endorsements associated with her bravo contract now david is contesting shannon's custody filing and fighting her request for spousal support david wants 50 50 custody of the three daughters and questions shannon's fitness as primary caretaker david argues that uh, rhoc impedes shannon's ability to be a full-time parent because the show encourages excessive drinking and extended travel Jeez. uh which someone pointed out that this is exactly what Simon Barney said when he divorced Tamara. Yeah, he's taking a page out of the Barney playbook. Maybe they're talking. Yeah, probably. Uh, and I think that's really like the meat of it. Uh, David does claim that Shannon perjured herself by erroneously telling courts that he makes five times more than she does. And she claims that he is lying about his assets. Interesting. He also said that she's not fostering or encouraging a healthy father-child relationship. I thought when this all went down, he first agreed to give her full custody. I sort of thought that too. Also, like, as a child of divorce, I feel like a lot of kids choose the mom. (laughs) Yeah. Especially, like, when the dad's been cheating. Well, I think not not even only that, but, like, the kids are pretty old. Aren't they in high school now? Uh, maybe ones in eighth grade. Yeah, they're like they're teens and preteens. Yeah, I feel like when you're that age, you know, you kind of just have your feelings, and you want to like live as normal of a life as possible. And I think yeah. that's like, like if David's like seeing another woman, which I think I heard he is, and like mm. all that, you don't want to deal with that. Yeah, like you're just trying to like they don't want to bop go to school, forth. get a life, David. Just go take them to, like, those USC games, right? Yeah, buy them a lot of shit. That's what, like... <laughs> buy them a lot of no, they, shit. No, they, I'm sure they want their father's love, as, yeah. as we all do. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm Team Shannon here. 
Okay, so we have a few smaller tidbits to close out the news this week. Chloe Kardashian, and we haven't touched down with the Kardashians in quite some time, <clears throat> but she had a baby shower this past weekend in attendance. Three cities of housewives. Kim Zolciak. Mm-hmm. With daughter Brielle in tow. Yes. Kyle Richards, as usual. Yeah, of course. And obviously Larsa Pippen. So we got mm. Miami. We got Atlanta. We got Beverly Hills. Where was Dorinda? <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially since Chloe, back when Dorinda was in her first season, tweeted about how Dorinda gives her life or whatever. Yeah, come on. Give her life at your uh, baby shower. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> I'm not anti-Kardashian to any respect. Mm. I have enjoyed the Kardashians for years and years and years. I will say, trying to watch that show now, it's boring? Like... Yeah. I mean, it's a great show to game during. Yeah. It's, like, just, like, bopping around to different conversations in, like, different living rooms. Yeah. And, like, they've all gotten, like, so... They just, like, all they do is work out... Yeah. Eat salads. Travel. Travel, but like barely, and do the same things while they're traveling. It's like they're not doing any of the antics they used to do. Like get a pet monkey that Chris no. has to take care <laughs> of. Scott is definitely like the most interesting part of the show. I did like when um, Chris like was wearing that blonde wig. <laughs> wig. But did like, you say wig? <laughs> can uh, you stop? <laughs> like by the time this is posted, that like meme is going to be completely I know, it's, gone. It's already gone. Yeah. But like, I, I like to dance on. I like to be a dead horse. I like to dance on a grave. I like to do all of the above. Uh, uh, and then, quick side note: I've missed this, but you have tuned in. Wendy Williams said, "No one will ever sit in this purple chair or whatever she does." Lo and behold. Jerry O'Connell is filling in for Wendy Williams. Well, the gag at the beginning of the season, I mean, this uh, episode. episode, the first episode was that the purple chair was there mm-hmm. and he wouldn't sit in it. So, like, yeah. they did a little bit yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is doing fine. He's like a little manic Monday all I mean, the time. As always. <laughs> um, I do appreciate, like, when I think of Jerry O'Connell, I like that he appreciates like all these shows we care about and talk about yeah. without the caveat that like oh it's so weird that i appreciate it because i'm a straight guy yeah. thing that what's what's his name does the Rappaport. yeah so like i like that he's like not he's a fan without any of like the like yeah. oh i'm too straight yeah baggage. but i think a lot of people on the outside put that on him mm-hmm. uh what was interesting was he was on with Dorit on watch what happens live the night before and then Dorit was on Wendy with him filling in as host. Oh my god, I haven't watched the Dorit. Yeah, I haven't watched it either, but I think it's just interesting. So oh, it aired today, yeah. like, as we were recording this, yeah. So is he doing okay? I mean, she's back next week, I think. Uh, yeah, um, he's doing fine. Uh, I watched the episode that he did on the Monday, and like Retta was the guest, and they were friends, so that was mm. cool. I feel like we're on the precipice of something. Like a Jerry O'Connell show? Something's going to happen for him. Yeah, I think something needs to happen. Yeah. Like, what else is he doing? I mean, he has children with Rebecca Romaine, I believe. Right. But, like, what else is she doing? She actually has all these gigs. She was in Skin Wars with... <gasps> with RuPaul. RuPaul. She's on one of those kooky science fiction-y shows on, a like, a random cable channel called <clears throat> The Librarians, I believe. Oh, not the magicians? No, not the magicians. Okay. <laughs> the librarians. <laughs> or something. Like, I could just be making this up, to be honest. No. Because she mentioned that when she was on What's the Tea with RuPaul and Michelle Visage. Yeah. I feel like she's always been working. Yeah. And she'll never stop working. Someone mentioned the fact that, like, it's so weird how long ago she was Rebecca Romaine Stamos, mm. but, like, that's still very top it just of mind. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think their children are entering their, like, early teens soon. Yeah. Yeah. But, 
Let's jump into our shows this week. Atlanta's back after uh, Oscar it, hiatus. It feels like a lifetime. It feels like we've been in Barcelona for centuries. I was like so surprised that like we're still there. And, like, and it also feel feels like we left the Airbnb to move into the hotel. But we're still here. We're doing that tonight in this episode. I feel like we talked at length about it last week. And yes. like now we're still we're still making the move. Yeah. Um so we do that. The hotel's nice, beautiful. They're getting one AM one AM calamari, which I think is an interesting late night snack choice. Although I can't tell if it's a late night snack or a dinner. Nothing makes sense in terms of their timelines. It felt like it was supposed to originally be a dinner, but none of them like wanted to actually go have dinner. But you know, that was the same day as the dinner that took place outside where it was light into night. Right. Where what, Portia leaves. What would you order at 1 a.m.? A chicken tender. Oh, same. A mozzarella stick you don't eat... Yeah. I you mean, could... I'll, I'll cheer you on, but I'm not going to eat it because <laughs> I'll die. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Sheree is on her call I with know. Tyrone. That brought back some memories. <laughs> of what? Receiving calls from jail? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but uh, every time, and it's been that, it's that same, it's the same recording because it's Georgia. Mm, okay. <laughs> uh... So, in the midst of all this, I'm, like, so scared of saying something wrong, because I got murdered for saying that Courtney Love was on Drag Race before. Oh, and I got murdered for calling her Audrey McDonald, not Audrey McDonald. But I am pretty sure Marlo had her first confessional of all time. I... I googled Marlo confessional... And this and the picture that we saw, I mean the the image that we saw this past episode was the only one that came up. I feel like this is something I might be able to co-sign on only because of the way that production has treated Marlo in the previous years. They only show her at like like from a distance. Or like clownery. Like <laughs> what like what comes to mind is like them showing her Walking through the woods alone yeah, yeah, yeah. in the middle of the night because no one would drive her from the campsite to the hotel. Yeah. Or like, yeah. So like, I'm not getting, I don't remember a confessional look, but it would be interesting to look at, I to see the background of her confessional and see if it matches up with any uh, uh, earlier seasons like they did with Ava. Surprise. It's the same one as Ava. It's the exact same one? Yes. They're all trapped in Sheree's house. <laughs> Sheree's like Holding condo from before she moved into Chateau Sheree, I feel like. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so they, we, Oh, the, the Sheree photo shoot. Uh, Is that what you're going to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure we get there because they made her look crazy. I know. <laughs> but like, like she hadn't showered had they been they'd been drinking so like this is like a good idea if you've been drinking situation except candy doesn't drink i know and mm. she was the photographer here yeah but candy likes to make everyone look worse than her i know she had that huge like digital slr too yeah, yeah. <laughs> although uh ava looked great during her impromptu photo shoot well Ava doesn't drink either. True. Because she doesn't want to smoke. <laughs> uh, okay. So the other big thing is the, it's funny how the Trump check fight is coming into light in 2018 in it's the not, midst of this presidency. It's not funny. It's like very calculated. They want to bring it back up. I mean, it's it's calculated, but it's also not because like Tyrone was would not have been a a talking point three years ago. Sure, sure. Because Sheree wasn't on the show; she wasn't dating this guy. But he's obviously been in her life for a long time. Wasn't she pretending to be getting back together with Bob for a while? Yeah, but like, you know how these things work. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we did get that nice flashback of the Trump te- check fight. And I always think of 
the Dieteritz, uh, Latrice Royale <laughs> oh, yes. one that they did the parody of. Uh, run, don't walk to go catch that online. Uh, I love how they give Ava the responsibility of explaining the, the riots that are going on. Well, I think she's like the smartest. Yeah. She's talking about the Spanish government, the citizens, and then they're... There, but then, like, them. them using that, like, as a device the entire episode, and then, like, making that the reason they, like, go to this, like, place an hour and a half away, and then, like, have that healing moment, <laughs> I think is something. Uh, Cynthia pretends to be in love with Candy. <laughs> I, I like Cynthia's attempt at, like, <laughs> having something else, but her facial expressions in the van... Towards Candy were wild. I mean, the whole gag was like, you know, Candy has all this money. Mm-hmm. She wants to get with her because of that. And my favorite quote was when she says, I will sit back and be a real housewife. <laughs> I almost <laughs> fell out of my seat. <laughs> and then we get to the ham eating moment. Okay. <laughs> I. Okay. That place looked like it smelled so awful. Mm. Like, like a cured meat smell is like okay in like little dips and dabs right before it's about to go into your mouth. Mm. But like for it to be all around you. You know what's interesting is I am not here for a cured meat, but I feel like if I was there in the moment, I would be excited by the experience of it. That's... So interesting because you're usually such a snob about all food. I don't know, but the snobbery is really jumping out in okay. that I'm like leaning <clears throat> into what if the big it was event. like what if it was like um artisanal tuna salad experience. There's no such thing, sweetie pie. I feel like there could be. Tuna salad. If Ugh. you know of an artisanal tuna mm-hmm. salad. Yeah experience or venue that we can take Dan to. Can you please let us know? Call us at 717-47-FREAK and let us know. Artisanal. (laughs) Okay. So then, post-ham, for whatever reason, the the ladies all split up and they having two separate dinners? Right. And like... The crux of one of them was that they were sort of near the riots or something. Yeah, that was the Ava Sheree Candy, maybe? I think Candy, yeah. No, I can't I can't make sense of it, any of it, to be honest. Because I think Ava was Shamia. It was Shamia. Yeah, it wasn't Ava. Yeah. It was Shamia Sheree. Let's talk about Shamia for like five seconds. Sure. Okay. Shamia, sorry to say I was rooting for you at the end of last season. I feel like, I was like, why is she even still here? Like, put her on a plane back and, like... Oh. If we're going to start cutting out, like, the bigger players, then, like, let's cut some of the, like, third string, too. Well, I think the bigger players need to be cut out in order for her to ascend. I think we've gotten far enough where um, she can't ascend. Ava's taken whatever space that she would have. Marlo's also taken that space. Yes. So, I'm sorry, if I were a producer, I'd be like, hey, Shamia, can I pull you aside? Here's a plane ticket. Oh my god, and for that reason, you're out. (laughs) For that reason, you're out. Okay. Ava talking to Nini about Tyrone. Mm -hmm. And when Nini freaks out and says, if you want to talk to me about a man, talk to me about Greg Leakes. (laughs) (laughs) I love how Nini erases this period of time that we all live through. Yeah, we know. Like, where she was... Her and Greg were very much not together. It was a plot point on this very show we're watching. That ugly man who's buying her gifts. The uh, the pizza familiglia <laughs> guy. Familiglia? <laughs> I also got dragged for not knowing how to say word Italian words. Mm, so As well you should. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we get to the baptism, which I would have been fine with this being the season finale. It did feel very season finale-ish, but... We have Kenya not in like five episodes. We have Portia out in the wind. Like, but I was talking to a coworker today about this episode, and this episode, while it wasn't like... 
the most exciting or drama packed. It was there was something about it that I like enjoyed more than like what they've been serving us. I, I mean, I'm fine. Like even at its worst, Atlanta's always watchable, and there's always like a plot point you can follow. Right. We're gonna get to Beverly Hills. I have no idea what's going on in that show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like this. Um, make them do it. At, this is sort of like a reunion gag where they say nice things about each other mm. um, that Andy does. And it's almost like Atlanta has adopted it for like a plot line. Yeah, I'm fine with fine. it. Fine. Shall we move on to Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, let's move. James Kennedy's DJing. James Kennedy's father is PK. It's crazy that it's like these two British men who kind of look like they could be brothers. One who manages Boy George, one who managed George, George Michael. Michael. Yeah, but I. Both of which have a close relationship with Lisa Vanderpump. Does this guy have a close relationship? Yeah, that's Lisa? the reason why James Kennedy's like in the picture. Oh. Um, I will. To PK's credit. They look the same, but PK looks better. I mean, he's less of a fright. This guy is like a fright. He, I think he has like... There was like a missing tooth in there. Yeah, there's definitely a missing tooth. I want to say someone compared him to like an Austin Powers character or a Mike Myers character or whatever. Mm. Like Mike Myers and some sort of like weird yeah. drag. But yeah, um, I liked... I, and also encouraging... James to drink when James knows he should not be drinking. Right, but I feel like that's like a... Part of the gag. Like a Brit father mm. thing, you know? Okay. I've never been to the UK, sure. so I don't know. Um, The big plot line of this week's episode is the whole Billy Lee and Ariana's brother date. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole Stassi... Kristen, Katie, talking about how he was like a creep at Katie's wedding, mm-hmm. and then like them versus Ariana and Sheena and uh, Lala. Yeah, which was fine. I mean, not not fine. It wasn't fine. It was just it's sticky and weird and gross and like very timely. Well, we also talked about how we th- there's like other things about Jeremy that they may have not mentioned on that episode. That they could have been insinuating. Because it wasn't like Jeremy arrested for some sort of domestic violence thing. Was he? I thought we discussed this. Maybe. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I do know that I've been to that restaurant. No, the bar that um, they go to when they have the blow up at the end of the oh, episode. I thought you were going to say the Hooters. You know? <laughs> no. Um, no, it's called like the, it was the German bar that they went to at the end. Mm. And to me, I was like, okay, this bar's in like deep Silver Lake and they all like live in West Hollywood. Like Mm. it would be like you seeking out any random bar, like probably like in the East Village or something Mm -hmm. just to go out with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) so i don't know where this quote was but i think like some of the girls were talking about their their boobs like being big or small or this or that Mm -hmm. and saucy says that she could host a a whole family of rats under her boobs (laughs) that was saucy trying to win back my affection and almost getting there but then I remember. <laughs> Stassi's like an interesting character in that way. I mean, like, baseline Vanderpump rules, nobody is like really a good person, but like they do have their moments mm-hmm. and yeah. funny moments like that. Well, it's because like Stassi is clever. Yeah. But clever in like a very specific brand yeah. of clever. Like, she loves like horror and rats and murder and. Yeah. But not clever in like. Knows what's going on in this world. Right. Exactly. Brittany's stomping around her her old stomping grounds of Hooters. <laughs> Loved it. Um, party planner. She's she coming at home. She's coming for Stassi's Stassi's shaking. As a party planner. Um, 
the romper situation. So those rompers that they had the men wear are from Mr. Turks, which is like a very, I, I wouldn't say gay brand, but like a pretty gay brand. Because who else is wearing like rompers and speedos? Mm. That was a fun fact I learned behind the scenes on um, Watch Happens Live. Because mm. Andy said he had the same romper as Jack's. Of course. Yes. <laughs> okay. I loved the quick montage of Schwartzy wearing sandals everywhere he goes. Falling down steps wearing sandals. Walking to construction sites wearing <clears throat> sandals. Yeah. So let's talk about this a little bit. So at his wedding wearing sandals? <laughs> he wanted to wear sandals yeah. at his wedding. Um, I think in LA, it's mm. a lot more acceptable to wear a sandal. Yeah. You can't hear? No, not at all. I won't even wear a sandal to the bodega. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, summertime, I'll go to Brooklyn Fair or to get a bagel. Where's your bagel place? Like a block away. Mm. Not allowed? <laughs> I, I don't know. Questionable. Okay. Questionable. Um, but LA is fine, except at Tom Tom while in con- under construction. Yeah, not ideal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Lisa gives Jeremy a couple hundo for saving the restaurant, <laughs> it was so awkward. I know. Oh, is he getting a friend of paycheck this year? He, we saw him get it. Yeah, on camera um, he to me looks like he obviously has some Max Vanderpump mm, in his yeah. face it's like Max Vanderpump like crossed with like if the Beast from Beauty and the Beast was most, mostly human but like in his transformation to be Beast oh I see I see so like, all of that put together makes yeah. uh I forgot his name yeah it's, Jeremy Maddox Jeremy Maddox okay so then we eventually get all the girls together. Oh, there, there was two At scenes. At the Red Lion. Okay. And Sheena leaves like mid-fight. Mm-hmm. They were, she like had just made a point and then she got up and leaves. Yeah. Um, And this is like, mind you, can I like set the scene a little bit? Yeah, sure. It's sure. like a German... It's a. It's not like a beer garden. It's like just like a German bar. That's oh, kind of what like I went to on Friday. Beer bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like to have them all like come here like as if they drink anything but like a vodka soda or like a white wine mm. was jarring to me. Okay. Um. Also, like I said, so far away from where they yeah. all live. Listen, they're on location. <laughs> uh. What's her face? Ariana saying. I'm so, like, I don't remember the exact words, but she was, the essential, oh, you She said, it. it was like, if they say one more thing, I'm so done. They're so far from, like, <laughs> yeah, removed yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Which, she, I, like, I understand what she's saying. And, like, she said it, like, into Lala's, like, face. Like, yeah. it was, like, real. Yeah. And then Lala giving her the little pep talk. I love feminist Lala. Same. J-Law, get on board. Same. Also, as that was all going down... Was it Kristen who, like, tried to point out that she hadn't said anything or something to Ariana? And it would only be, like, judged up by the fact that, like, Kristen posted a tweet pointing out that Ariana has, like, since unblocked her her phone number. And then Ariana, like, did a quote tweet and was like, remember when we found out that you were blocking me too? Ha 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 ha. And, like, your your ringtone for me was like suspense, which I don't know what that sounds like on an iPhone, but like, I think it's scary. Yeah. So like, they might have a sisterhood. I love it. Like, imagine if Kristen zooms by Stassi and has a sisterhood with Ari. I want, I want Ari. I want Katie. I want Katie thrown in there. Oh yeah. They had a moment. I want Ari. I want Katie. I want Brittany. I want Lala. I sort of want, like, Lala to go over and be friends with Stassi for a season. <sighs> and like, teach her how to be woke. Stassi's just... Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, the main problem, really, at the end of the day. Yeah. I can't believe we're going to Mexico next week. I know. I feel like I'm not uh, packed. 
the flight's about to take off. Well, because like they give us so much and such different stuff every yeah, episode. Every episode. It's like who knew that this whole plot line with like the brother was coming and it was like so so it took the whole episode was so completely different than what we usually get. Like yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Summer House. Okay. So to preface this, I only saw part of Summer House while waiting, drinking my fresquila at the Watch What Happens Live Bravo Clubhouse. And you missed something. I know. I like wanted, I was really looking forward to this episode and I it didn't record on my DVR because like I think when you add stuff later it's like less priority. Mm, you need to judge that priority up to number one because Summer House is lit. I know. This episode was so good. <laughs> We're picking up off of the Revolutionary War, I'm not getting old themed party mm-hmm. where they're all wearing wigs. <laughs> As mentioned in the top of the show in the name of this episode. Uh <laughs> You picked the most obscure qu- uh, clip, but I'm glad we judged it with Katy Perry. Yeah. Uh, tea, a ton of tea, gets thrown into the pool of the summer house. Like the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. And they didn't like realize that the filters aren't going to just like clean that out. And the tea also exponentially grows from when you throw it in. So they're just scooping out like clumps and clumps of tea leaves oh that sounds awful it's disgusting whose idea was that i'm sure it was kyle had a hand in it it was probably those like idiots who came dressed up in like native adjacent Mm, gear interesting so someone who i'm not normally paying attention to lindsay Mm -hmm. her ex-boyfriend everett is bopping into town he shows up Within moments of her approaching him, they go fuck in the woods. They co- in costume, mind you. Wow. They come back, and then he starts socializing with everyone else at the party, and she gets so pissed off. What did you think he was just gonna like stay by her side? Yeah, I guess I could see that. But like, but at the same time, like he, the reason he came was to celebrate the birthday. The birthday, not to fuck her in the woods. Yeah. It's just this is so wild. I can't believe the words coming out of my mouth. What you use, what you are usually supposed to do is like fuck in the woods at the end of the night. Yeah, at the end of the night. Like all the while, we have a work as tit just popping out during this. You're like as well. getting. You're going over. I've never heard you say fucking in the woods on this podcast. I've never heard you say tit. I know. I guess it's just like the summer house, like lowers really my guard, brings you out of it. Is is Steven State still in the like still at the party? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do they go fuck in the woods? No, they don't fuck in the woods. No, I, I wonder if Bravo would even show gay people no, fucking. No, no, no. Real men watch Bravo, so they won't. <laughs> uh, but then Steven bops out of town to go back to Alabama. Yeah, I think he's from Alabama. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a rough couple of scenes to watch they there. should do um summer house alabama, alabama. with his family <laughs> i mean i feel for steven it's just not an uplifting moment and there's right, not really sure. like the normal resolution mm-hmm. like the parents are just kind of like we believe what we believe <laughs> it's like <laughs> i believe you're a piece of shit bye <laughs> that's scary uh yeah so that's that and then so steven's out of town i think like someone else is out of town all the while it's Lindsay's birthday of course people would be out of town for Lindsay's birthday yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just an event but uh somehow you know they normally like have the big drive into and out of the city the city this time a mercedes van takes them to the hamptons or montauk wherever they live and in the van ride there, they're driving there to have a big birthday dinner for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, big meaning like the six of them. They're drinking like animals. Mm-hmm. Workus and Lindsay make out. 
Oh, I saw this clip. This Lindsay is where I and Amit yeah, works yeah. out. And Amit, who's been gone for about six episodes. I thought he like had decided I thought he to died. leave the show or something. <laughs> yeah. He's back and making out with both girls and the girls make out with each other. And then Amanda's tit comes out. Stop saying tit, please. <laughs> <laughs> what verbiage should I be using? Like boob? Tit is very like... like I know, but tit is like summer house. Tit is very like straight porn. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. Okay. And then... Oh, yeah. Also in that very same Mercedes van, Kyle pees into a wine bottle. And then says who wants like Pinot Grigio or whatever. Oh, my God. It's like... Honey, during your um, your New Year's Eve party, when she fills the vodka bottle with water, not quite, but <laughs> I'm gonna recommend next year she pees into, into the okay. wine bottle. But that's pretty much. I mean, this is just like a manic breakdown of Summer House. It's just like it's it's a show that you wouldn't expect to be good, but it's consistently watchable. Yeah, and. Also, you wonder about Steven. Every week, I always wonder. I wonder about all of them, really, at this point. Because the endurance that they have to be doing this every weekend, at their age. Does the workers who's on the show full-time, does she actually live in New York full-time? Yeah. I had a shower thought about her the other morning. I was like, I was like, oh, it, does she usually live in L.A., but just like comes to New York to pretend to be on this show? I don't think so. Interesting. I... I think she has a job in New York. Also, think about people who do that every weekend, like during the summer. Like go back and forth, back and forth. Like but also drinking like an I can't even drink like an animal every weekend. <laughs> you need like a weekend off here and there, and like also at this age, one night, one night. Dan's stressed out because he has something to do every day this upcoming weekend. Oh. <laughs> Especially a Sunday. Hello. We're going to see Love, worth, Simon at 5 worth, p.m. Worth, worth, <laughs> worth it for Simon, but also got a brunch that day. Okay, but like... I know. Listen. You're going to be home by 8. I know. Beverly Hills. Bring a book. Perhaps okay. Love, Simon. But like, let's talk about how they're trying to trick us into being interested. <sighs> they did a couple... Tr- a couple things they first of all no previously on right they started the episode like mid scene which like oh this is exciting like bada bada ba i then, know why isn't why isn't dorit screaming you're such a c word camille for the 10th time in a row so then they do the like whole like bring us into a scene get us like sort of excited about it then they go like we're going to rewind well okay so more on this that trick is as it is like is to set up they're fighting about something and you don't know what they're fighting about and now we're going to figure it all out right i never Which, figured it out so yeah they <laughs> we first saw that trick used in like season two season sorry season three of real houses in new jersey mm, the baptism the christening baptism that's the first time it was used and you know what it only worked then because yeah. who were these people? We don't know. Why are they fighting? Yeah. We don't know. We only know and Teresa. Then we figured it out. Then we figured it out. This is like plopping us into the same fight we've been having the entire season, which, as Dorit says, a conversation about a conversation about a conversation. Like, we at this point, I'm so far removed from the original conversation, which was so dumb that I don't give a fuck. It's so dumb. <laughs> We're watching all these other shows where they are having discussions about a thing. Not about, you said this at this dinner, talking about me, and how I said this about this person. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no one cares. Shut up. I only care when Eileen is popping up on, so on set. That's the other thing that they tried to trick us with. They were like, oh, here's Eileen. But... If you're a scholar and you look at the internet, you've already seen this scene of Eileen. Or like two months ago, in 2017 maybe. That they put up on bravotv.com and like I like I wonder how far in advance they edit 
these episodes because this felt like they had heard people be like, this season of Beverly Hills sucks and been like, let's do some, like, let's throw them this way and this way and then get into like the rest of the boring episodes. Well, when they plopped it onto BravoTV.com and also now they plopped in as if they were having the, this meal after all the events that preceded it. Mm-hmm. Meaning it could have belonged in either t- timeline. Meaning they're having there the is same no conversations. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Kyle wants to buy another house. Sure. Cute house. Beautiful house. Interesting how Mauricio says he feels safe in this house. And, and then we come to Spoiler alert. <laughs> this is the house the that got robbed. <laughs> also, like... Like, she walks in to that house and is like, oh my god, I love these floors. But, like, bitch, I've watched nine episodes of, I, I mean, seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and I've seen Kris Jenner have these floors yeah. for years. You've seen these floors. Yeah. Kyle, you've been in Chris's home. It's clear that she wants to be um, Kris Jenner, but none of her children are, like, really worth a watch, yeah. you know? Dorit and PK visit the manufacturer of Beverly Beach... Okay, let's talk about Beverly Beach. Because my initial thoughts when they said Beverly Beach, I was like, like, the beach in Beverly, Massachusetts. Which, spoiler alert, I've been to. And it's like, okay, like a weird, new, like I know it's Beverly Hills, but like a weird New England beach, like, <laughs> where like... The waves are big and, like, there's a lot of seaweed in the water. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but that's, like, what New England beaches are. Listen, you need a swimsuit for any occasion. Yeah. And then my other thought when they were saying Beverly Beach, because Beverly Hills isn't on the water. So I was like, this sort of reminds me of, like, what they would call a beach in Grand Theft Auto in, like, the made-up city of Los Santos that's supposed to be... Los, Los Angeles like like they would call mm. it like Beverly Beach yeah they, oh yeah, like, yeah. Beverly Beach yeah of course <laughs> you your heart is in Los Angeles I know <laughs> uh I mean I don't really remember anything from from the manufacturer visit it just was like it, it is what it is like the factory like they need to get some AC in there they need to like I don't know they need to do some renos in that factory before Beverly Beach starts manufacturing there. Okay. So then we get back to the dinner that we were tricked into thinking that we would care about. Kyle leaves early to go see Hamilton with Portia. Um, we need to... I We should check with um, Jimbo on the timeline of that because I think I remember him texting oh, us. Oh, yeah, for sure. Being like, Kyle Richards is coming tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, so what do we say about this dinner? Fight? The fight started when Teddy called Dorit and was like, oh, I want to come pick you up. I like want to talk to you. About something. Something about a conversation, about a conversation. <laughs> and then like, so and then Erica decides just to scream at Teddy. <laughs> I don't even know why. I don't know what she's screaming at her about. Okay, so I... Was literally falling asleep while watching this last <laughs> night, and like, not 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 to shade the show, but like also to shade the show. But I was like actually just really tired. But I had to like go back and rewind, and I couldn't, still couldn't quite figure out what exactly Erica was upset about. It was something to do in New York, but that fight in New York was about something, something that, that had happened in L.A. Yeah, but like, this is like. When Erica, every once in a while, will snap. Yeah, Erica snapped. And she did, like, her, like, do not come after me voice that she did with, like, Eileen back in um, last season. And it's watchable, but to an extent. It would be watchable if there was, like, substance behind it, but it's nothing. And you almost feel bad for Teddy because, like, she... These women have been playing this game of nothing for, yeah. like, years now. They're all just doing, like, 
having conversations about nothing constantly and accusing of yeah. each other of nothing. Yeah, Seinfeld is shaking right now. <laughs> the new true show about nothing has emerged. What's guys, interesting though, I don't, I, I still don't know what Erica's screaming about, but the fans have snapped. Erica's mentions are a war zone right now. The fans are yelling at Erica for what she did. I don't know what she did, what it, <laughs> but she did something. Here's the thing. The fans need to stat, snap <laughs> and like, to what point are we going to just stop watching? It's because late in the game, they always give us like one tiny nugget that like we run with for like a full year afterwards. Right. So like, what's the nugget? The reunion last year was the nugget and it was Kim Richards bringing the bunny. Yeah. And like, that was a good moment of television. Yeah. But that's the only thing they gave us all season. You know what, kids? We need half of y'all to just stop watching Beverly Hills. We're going to keep on watching and reporting, but half of you need to stop watching so that they get scared. Fun fact, the Housewives ratings Twitter account that I follow said that Vanderpump Rules is surpassing uh, Beverly Hills in some important dem- demographic. Okay. Um, is this like a real Twitter account? Yeah. Like where are they getting the No, they have the numbers. Nielsen, I'm sure. <laughs> this is like the, the MAGA um, Kim <laughs> the Richards account? No. no, 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 no. I believe this. I believe it wholeheartedly. 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 No, but what I'm saying is, like, we need to revolt. We need sure. people to stop watching so that they give us something good. Make shake us up heard. a little bit. Um, get scared like they did after season four in New York. And, like, that's when things started right-sizing. Turning around. It's going to take a couple years, but, like, let's fire a few people. Brennan, you had something to report regarding some Twitter <sighs> clownery. I had almost forgotten about it because I'm so over yeah. Beverly Hills. But... Dorit and Camille are fighting on Twitter because, okay. Camille sure. is. Camille is claiming, though, that Dorit made some comments at the Project Angel food events <laughs> that didn't air and that Kyle was concerned for Dorit. I'm concerned for all of them. Same. Um, and then Dorit said, ha, huh, find a hobby, the real Camille G. It's actually becoming sad and pathetic. And Camille commented is this really you jory or is this a fake account you sound terrible disrespect tweet what does this mean i don't there are no winners here (laughs) shall we get to the winner and loser of this week aka the freak of the week and the one true queen now that we just went through beverly hills i just want to call them the freak yeah they i mean they're the true freak of the bravo shows however freak of the week Okay, it was alluded to um, in our calls, um, our call from Evan earlier. Um, Sonia Morgan has been appearing in Lou's cabaret show, um, helping her perform Money Can't Buy You class. Um, And a video surfaced of this performance. And in the video, you have to watch it. You find it if you haven't seen it, but I'm sure you all have seen it. But also, don't watch that work. That's fine. We're in a no. sex positive society. Right. Not everyone is boop 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 boop. Um, so as Sonia is performing this, her dress starts to come off from the back, and it's like swinging in the wind, fully off at points. She's still dancing. Yes. Um, some nice person tries to help her from the audience, who seems to be a part of like the the maybe Support the stagehand or whatever. Um, it's truly a sight, but I have a conspiracy theory. And I don't think it's actually necessarily a conspiracy theory. I think others believe this. Mm. I believe that I saw Sonia's hand pull one of the (laughs) straps of this dress. Yeah. Because this is possibly the same dress that if you remember in season three, the episode after Scary Island when Sonia had a party at her house where the opera singer was there. And at one point they went upstairs to talk in her um, dining room. Mm. This was the dress that Sonia had said that she had trained to come off at a certain point. Yep. She's still the straw 
that stirs the drink. She sure is. And she is our freak of the week. And our one true queen. We were very sad that we missed out on these two opportunities to see Luanne de Lesseps mm-hmm. performing her heart out, really. And apparently there's going to be, I think, five more opportunities. Tickets go on sale this Friday. Apparently, all- Are you sure it's not tomorrow? No, no you're Friday. right. It's Friday this Available now if you're a member of 54 Below. Feinsteins. Feinsteins. <laughs> Additionally, uh, Alexis has a show coming up with Peppermint as a special guest. Interesting oh, yeah. crossover. Uh, so we're going to make it to a Luann show one way or the other. Yeah, we're going to go. We have to. We'll report back. I We missed the filming up, the filming show, but... but that's fine. I want a more intimate experience. I don't want like the the uh, the chaos of filming. Okay. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. Yeah, that's it. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, go hop on to your podcast listening device of choice and subscribe. <laughs> Leave a review while you're there. Um, if you have any tidbits like you heard from... Lucy, Courtney, and Evan earlier, you can call us at 717-47-FREAK. That yep. is 717-47-FREAK. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Just search for Come Through Queen, spelled T-H-R-U. Hello. Um, and then follow Dan at IDKIDK. Tweet him mean things. Follow me at NotBrendan. Tweet him. Nice things. Oh. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you this weekend for Drag Race All-Stars 3 finale. Bonk, bonk, bitch. I want to see you come through, queen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.